And when you close that door when you come, what did you say? Can you reach it? Josh just forgot about us. Listen, y'all fixing a witness of murder. Uh oh. <laughs> oh. Was that a, a threat delivered back to you? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you need to leave the chat and mute your microphone. That way there's no incriminating evidence. No, it's just me looking backwards. Nobody will ever know. <laughs> and then there are flashes of light. <laughs> Yeah, my screams, not yours. <laughs> well, what'd y'all do this week? Work. Well, every time, Nothing. every every <laughs> time, every time I ask this question, nobody has anything to say. I, I think it's pretty much the same <laughs> thing every time. Uh, say, yeah, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. First week of February, getting getting ready for the spring, yeah. Getting ready to plant some vegetables. <laughs> yeah. They'll probably die because it'll probably freeze randomly at some oh, point right. <laughs> before the end of the month. <laughs> definitely will do that. Because <laughs> what was it? When we went camping, uh, I almost said uh, last year, but it was the year before. All Since 2020, all my years have just become one year. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, but when we went camping for my bachelor party, what well, that was like February twelfth, wasn't it, or something like that? Man, something and, like that. Yeah, and we had that huge snow come in. So yeah, it was nine degrees. Right. I'm still so glad we left because we've been stuck there for a week. Oh <laughs> man, <laughs> yeah, and, and we'd have been what, miserable. What's as hell. crazy? What was like really the deciding factor was going through all the firewood, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. We got tired of buying firewood. <laughs> oh, gotta get ready. Oh. Oh. All right. afternoon good night maybe i mean if you're going to bed listening to this good night welcome to the paranormal minds of jst my name is tommy and as always i'm here with my two best friends josh hello hello shane i hope you die he loves me a lot guys um his best friend (laughs) i know i know and he was like the best man at my wedding too. Mm, it's a shame, really. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> welcome to another episode tonight. I, I wouldn't say it's a very special one. It's an interesting one. 
have you have you guys ever had certain feelings like something bad was about to happen or something good let's go with something good too you know let's balance things out not everything is bad you know and you couldn't really pinpoint like what it was or anything like that right you just felt like either sick or maybe really full of joy or whatever you know well you guys I messed that up. So let's go back a little bit. Uh, (laughs) And then you've had those feelings and then something happens, either good or bad, depending on, you know, along with those feelings. Like if you had a bad feeling, you know, something bad happened. Or if you had a good feeling, something good happened. You know, y'all have had something like that. Yeah. Never good. Always bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, mostly it goes with the bad. Um, So, yeah. So tonight we're going to talk about premonitions and what we think about them and cover a little bit of probably what uh, science thinks about them. There's several stories dealing with premonitions from anything from people just feeling dread, an overwhelming sense of sadness, and then moments later to like later on that day, they get a phone call that a loved one passed or they get in their car and a wreck happens or something like that. There's also instance of premonitions where people felt like something's telling me to buy a lottery ticket today, right? I need to go. I, even though I don't play the lottery, but something keeps putting it in my mind like I need to go get this ticket. They buy a lottery ticket and they may not win the jackpot, but they win like $100,000 or $10,000 or something, right? Just enough to help out. And there's also stories... That I, Now, they floated around the internet, and a lot of them came out right after 9-11 happened, of people who talked about they worked in the Twin Towers, they were getting ready to go to work, and then just something came over them like, I cannot go to work today. I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like something bad's going to happen. I'm just going to stay home. And they would stay home. Now, how true those stories are, I'm sure... There's accounts of something like that, but uh, there's, you know, at least on the internet, tales of people that had those type of premonitions dealing with 9-11 um, or dealing with the flights. Like, I I don't think I want to take that flight. I'll, I'll wait till another flight. So that's about all I have as far as the term of def, uh, of like premonitions. Now, of course, premonition, the definition of premonitions is a strong feeling that something is about to happen, especially something unpleasant. So, yeah. So what are y'all's takes on premonitions? So that that definition, can you read that again? A strong feeling that something is about to happen, especially something unpleasant. And that is according to Google. We can't hear you, Josh. I had my microphone on mute. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, the the end of that definition, the uh, the feeling that especially something bad happening is a very biological thing. Our bodies are tuned to sense danger or feel danger or know that something bad's going to happen. Everybody has that that fight or flight kind of feeling, you know. And uh, some people are just more in tune to it. Now, obviously, like you, with your example of 
or the Twin Towers, <clears throat> not everybody had that feeling. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, I feel like that's a biological thing for sure. What do you think, Shane? Yeah, I mean, I think the same. Uh, we all have that basic instinct, just like Josh was saying. Mm. <clears throat> but I definitely agree that some people are more in tune, it's stronger. Um, they're able. I've seen, you know, I've never actually thought if I believed in it or not, the people that actually like go into business on their premonitions, like they get brought into places and like, or fortune tellers, right? Uh, I mean, isn't that essentially what they would be is tuning into that, that power. Something like that. Yeah. I, and I, I think as far as like premonitions, um, I think it's a little, I want to say it's a little different than like psychic fortune telling. Cause I think premonitions, you don't really know what it is. Okay. So just an overall feeling like, Something something bad, they can't really tell you, like, hey, an anvil's going to fall on your head in five days. Uh, exactly. Where, like, a psychic uh, prediction would be, like, yeah, on there will come a day, and, of course, it's always vague, like, on a rainy day, you'll have a car wreck, mm-hmm. you know. Don't know when, but it'll happen. I wonder. So, I, I don't think I've ever said this out loud to anybody. It's just been something weird in my head, right? But uh, you guys know there's probably some weird texture or uh, the touch of something you don't like, mm-hmm. right? Uh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Like, what's what? What's one of yours, Tommy? Crushed velvet. If I touch crushed velvet, I will stab whoever gave it to me. Yeah. Huh. That's, okay. I cannot. I cannot. Mm. <laughs> all through t- all the... Mm. <laughs> Every time I have something Tommy's around, I throw it at him. <laughs> And sometimes I'll be like, here, hold this. And he'll take it and then he fucking throws it. <laughs> and then every time I stab him. <laughs> he tries. <laughs> well, uh, so I don't I don't really have a lot of that. But every once in a while, in my brain, I, I, I feel like I'm touching something of a horrible texture. Like, it, it doesn't exist. It's nothing I've ever touched. But that's how my brain is receiving it. It's like I'm touching something very unpleasant and I've, I've had it my whole life and it just comes randomly and I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, what is this? <laughs> but but it, I'm, I never associated with something bad, but I almost wonder, maybe I have like a malfunctioning, you know, premonition emulator. Sensor. <laughs> Transmitter. <laughs> transceiver, I guess. <laughs> but you saying that just the feeling of something bad, I'm like, okay, I think. You know, that that's probably related. Now, there, there's a vision style of premonition. It's not as, like, in-depth. Like, there are people who said, um, and in my family, I've had family members talk about when somebody would pass an aunt that had already passed would visit them. And then they knew somebody was going to pass. Like, and then I, there's others, if you go online, there's just... Uh, sleuths of um sleuths i don't know if that's a word it's not but screw it um (laughs) there's a bunch of um articles and stories talking about like how when a loved one passed like a grandmother or a mother or somebody like that they would be visited 
especially if the person was ill. Like there's several stories of the grandmothers in a nursing home and at night, one night, a uh, person's in their bed, they wake up, they see the grandmother uh, standing in the foot of the bed or, you know, wherever. Um, and then the next thing they know, they get a phone call like the next day, hey, your, your grandmother passed uh, last night. And there's also ones of a physical style where, like, an, an, again, another loved one would leave something like that. was Something like they love Hershey Kisses, as an example. They would always give Hershey Kisses out. Um, and someone to find a random Hershey Kiss, like, in their house. And they're like, I've never bought a Hershey Kiss, you know, as a premonition that person passed. So... I don't know if that's a premonition more than they just wanted to give you one last Hershey kiss, but you know, I kind of feels like, like an omen. Is that in this same, same family? I, I, I would put it as an omen, like, you know, feeling the dread is like an omen of something. Right. So yeah, I'd say an omen. My jerky's done. <laughs> so I wonder, uh, you know, my my uh, sister-in-law says she can smell when people are about to die. Like she gets around them and they put off some sort of odor and then they die a couple of days later. So I guess that's kind of a premonition. That's always tripped me out. I'm like, all right, when she comes around, I'm, I'm listening. She's like, hey, I'm smelling something like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you just hope it's in the crowd of people. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Hopefully it's not me. <laughs> I put my deodorant on today. <laughs> right? I febrezed <laughs> myself to keep the death stench away. Right. <laughs> All right. So now can you can you trigger premonitions? I I I don't know. Um I haven't found anybody anybody who said like definitively like yes you can um so mostly what i found is just people talking about premonitions and stuff except for an article from the guardian which talks about the science um that can ex somewhat explain premonitions hmm. so i figured we'd get into that a little bit later i don't so. the only thing i could think and, and this is you know I, I usually aim the scientific side of things Mm -hmm. uh, um, I get like I said with the biological part of it. Um, if you were to in, try to induce a premonition, um, I feel like you're doing nothing more than and possibly just releasing whatever chemical is produced mm. that gives you that feeling. All right. You know, yeah. and it may not be that it, you know a premonition. It's just that chemical feeling that's like uh, something good's happening, something bad's happening. You know. Mm. What are your thoughts on like? For people who kind of, you know, well, let's just say skeptics, you know, when we sit there and talk about dread or uh, essentially like, a, a, I don't want to say fear, but being in areas like some people who don't like being home alone, uh, and I'm not bringing this up because I'm home alone, but <laughs> he's scared, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm terrified. Okay. Y'all just stay on with me until, until dawn. Okay. Until dawn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, I'm just using it as an example. 
you know, where their house feels empty or like moving into a new place. You know, the first night, I know a lot of people say they can't sleep in a new house the first night, you know, because you're getting used to it. It's strange and stuff like that. And I know some skeptics will be like, well, wouldn't a premonition be on simile, sim, simile, what? Small stroke. Similar? Tommy, learn to speak. Yes, similar. <laughs> <laughs> so would be similar to that of like, let's say, you know, staying home uh, alone as a kid or moving into a new house and you kind of unfamiliar so you have that uncomfortable feeling you know but i don't i don't think that to i think they're different you know i think one is anxiety and the other one is just sudden and it's you know more pronounced than what i would guess you know say anxiety is you know um there's uh in the guardian article there's a guy um talking about when he was 16 he was at a pizza hut and he was just hanging with his friends and stuff and all of a sudden he just felt like real clammy and like kind of sick but like just like uh, something's wrong you know and around that time his mother got a phone call saying his grandmother had passed Hmm. i just think that you know I don't think fear, I think fear or, and anxiety is different than what a premonition fear and anxiety is. Uh, premonition was, in fact, a film from 2007. A it depressed was. woman learns that her husband was killed in a car accident. It stars. <laughs> oh, my People. goodness. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> right. So. By the way, do you know she's like almost 60? I don't care. She's fine. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> She's <Man>. so fine. <laughs> it does suck. These are so vague. So you get a bad feeling. You don't know if it's going to happen to you or your buddy or your grandma. It's just like, mm-hmm. or the Twin Towers are going to fall. <laughs> You're like, hmm, yeah, I've something bad's going to happen. It's, it's kind of like, I, I guess saying like, you know, your day feels off. In some ways, you know, like today just feels off and then something bad happens. I'm, I'm guessing it's a little bit similar to that aspect. I don't know. Like I said, there's there's reports going from, you know, like I said, the day feels off to complete another like bodies are mm. clammy and sweating and all this stuff. So it, there's a whole spectrum of feelings coming from that then you have the visual feelings and stuff yeah i was gonna ask about that yeah then you have dreams you know is this go around the same realm of like deja vu which i i think that's kind of premonition-esque right there is a thing on premonitions like versus deja vu hang on I've said it a thousand times. The deja vu to me is like we've lived this life over and over and over again. So they're like memories. It's not new in my head, in my opinion. Now, it, that may not be what it is, but, you know. So according to this search uh, from differencebetween.com, uh, the difference between deja vu and premonitions, um, the key difference between deja vu and premonitions is that in deja vu, you will feel that 
what is happening now has happened before. While in premonitions, you will feel that something bad is going to happen in the future. So, right. deja vu and premonitions are both strong feelings about events that happened in our life. But, I mean, yeah, so definitely related. And mm-hmm. let's say if what you said, Josh, is true, then it, it makes sense. Like, so we have deja vu in like mundane situations, like, oh man, I've already yeah. put this cup up. But then if we know we have lived this life over and over again, and we know the day before, the morning of something bad is going to happen. That would make sense. Like, oh, no. Yeah. It's, yeah, definitely in that same realm. Ah, and that sucks that you don't know what it is. Like, right. <laughs> and it may be, that may be a trauma response that your body does, uh-huh. you know, blocks that out. But you know it's happening. Man, that just, that pushes me further to think that we live this over and over right. again. That makes sense. <laughs> and it, yeah. it makes sense, too. Like, sometimes you have those bad feelings and nothing happens. But you might have changed something slightly, you know, if uh, a car drips oil one foot later down the road, you know, a a car accident might be avoided. You know, it's those little things. Yeah. It's like final destination on that one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I bet our next time around, somebody is going to save Harambe. (laughs) Yeah. God, I hope so. Right. Please save Harambe. Put us in this dark-ass timeline. Like, we don't belong here. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, so. Jeremy, bear me. <laughs> I think about that all the time. Obviously, I say it a lot. <laughs> Not once has he watched the show. Nope. <laughs> just All I can think about is Shane talking about Fucking timelines like this. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned dreams, Tommy. So I'm a little confused. So if it's a feeling, how do you, how do you dream? Well, there, there's also perceived uh, precog. Ah, I'm gonna butcher this. Precognition, which is a form of like premonitions and stuff. So. Um, it's, it's precognitive, uh, precog, anyways, precognitive dreams are the most widely reported occurrence of precognition. Usually a dream or version can only be identified as precognition after the event has taken place. So, and such an event occurs after a dream, it is said to have broken the dream. All right, so precognition is the psychic stuff. Yeah. So, so it is, yeah, it's not the feeling. It is just. Yeah, it's it's like, um, seeing something in a dream. What was that movie? You remember, you remember the precogs and the Tom Cruise movie where they had these psychic pre? They called them precogs, plugged into a machine to predict crimes. Minority Report. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you were saying precognition. I was like, precog. What's a precog? Why is it in my head? But just <laughs> Yeah. But some people call that premonitions instead of uh, psychic ability. So. Uh, uh, you know, that I'm stuck on this biological thing. So, uh, like, back 
people smoking peyote. Mm-hmm. You know, they smoke peyote to have visions, right? Was that the yeah. idea behind peyote? Yeah. Um, so is that like like going back to what Shane said? That that would be a forced kind of premonition because that was there was their goal to see what, how the life was going to turn out, or or they needed something. I don't remember exactly. I think it depending on which uh, nation you were. I think it was like finding who you were and who you're going to become. Right. And all that stuff, like spirit walks and stuff like you would find, like take it to go find an ancestor in the woods or the desert. And then they would like guide you. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably getting all that wrong. So indigenous people, I apologize. Come after him. <laughs> Remember, he's he's home alone. <laughs> I am home alone. I am. You're going to start setting up some paint cans like Kevin McAllister. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get the te- I'm going to get the Jacks, man. I'm going to get the Jacks and for our Gen Z viewers. They're little like they're worse than Legos. Okay, let yes. me put it that way. All Make right. sure you get. I don't even know if you can find the metal ones anymore. Most of them nowadays are like rubber, <laughs> so you can't uh, hurt yourself. <laughs> we like we had stainless steel; it was perfect. Right, right. <laughs> or steel, it get really rusty. And didn't they have two sharp points? Like they were mostly rounded, but two of them were actually sharp. Like you could stick them yeah. in the wall. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the the object of the game was to bounce the ball and snatch the damn jacks up. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Okay, now a lot of them now are uh no, yeah, they're still pointing. And you can get some metal ones, vintage vintage ones. Oh yeah. We're vintage guys. <laughs> Hold up, I want to share this. They kind of yeah. cut the points oh, off. Oh yeah, those oh, are did cut the points off. <laughs> yeah. I mean steel, that'd go through your foot. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. So, now they got these right here which are just That's what I'm talking about. Man, is that cast iron? <laughs> it kind of looks like it. Those are like tactical like jacks, <laughs> man. What the heck? <laughs> you throw those out when somebody's tailgating you. <laughs> For just a pair? What, what do they do? <laughs> God. Large, black. Oh, How big are they? Those are oh, sculptures. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how big they are. For $53, they better be a decent size. Maybe like any- six inches. <laughs> there's no. no information on it nope also I don't but, know if I would buy from a shop called oxygen lighting shop that sells jacks <laughs> <laughs> Google's not going to know what to think about what I searched today <laughs> I had a premonition so now I need some tactical giant jacks <laughs> right just picture Shane like in the back of the truck, we're hauling ass down the road. He's like, trying to push this giant jack out of the, road, out of the back of the truck. <laughs> Come get us, mother. <laughs> what were those? What were those things called that were on the beach of Normandy? People. Oh my goodness. No. <laughs> Soldiers. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, you're talking about the little barricade things that they had. Yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I can't remember. They had. Yeah, I don't know what they're called either. Oh well, if you guys know in the you know listening, uh, if any of the listeners know what they're called, please put it in the comments so that way, you know you y'all can show that you're smarter than me. Not hard to do. <laughs> I was about to say that. 
It would have been less mean coming from you. <laughs> well, you know. So, um, so there's a scientist. Here we go. Uh, some scientists claim that the complex world of quantum physics can be used to explain the paranormal, while other scientists say they're unbelievably wrong. Um, so, according to Brian Josephson, he is a professor. He won a Nobel Prize for physics in superconductivity. He started using quantum mechanics to explore consciousness and the paranormal. Now, there's a thing called quantum entanglement, nicknamed Spooky Action at a Distance by Albert Einstein. It describes the proven, and they put proven in quotations, uh, phenomenon of two um, separate particles influ influencing each other, even over long distances. While the phenomenon is subatomic, academics such as Josephson have theorized that quantum entanglement could explain phenomena, phenomena, like, <laughs> like telepathy and psychokinesis. Yeah. So the funny thing about quantum entanglement, uh, you don't know what's happening until you look at them. So if if this particle is bouncing and it, it's in the up position when you look at it, and this one's at the down position, it's only relative to when you're looking at it. That's why quantum communication isn't a thing. Because they, they tried quantum communication where, this is completely irrelevant to what we're talking about, but you ask a question, a yes or no question, and you want to say that Susie's particle B is up for yes, down for no. But it's only relative to when you look at it. If the answer was yes or no, and they could never figure out how, yeah, we know that Susie A was in the yes position and Susie B was in the no position, should be in the no position, but it wasn't always in the no position. It was like taking a quarter or a, a dice and rolling a dice and maybe you'll get an answer. But that's quantum entanglement for you. And that is why Josh is smarter than me. So I'm, I'm confused. So you you put it in quotes as proven. Yeah, that, that's what the article did. The article put it in quotes. Strictly because it was subatomic, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. And then plus, and and also, I think also just being a, you know, big new like news. This the Guardian. You know, they probably did that just to be like, oh, it's not proven exactly. So proven. You know, yeah. Well, then I guess too, because it, you know, it says a, it can be great distances, like light years apart, mm -hmm. and I guess there's no way to truly prove that with us being right. stuck on the planet. Mm -hmm. um, Excuse me. But that's that's interesting. I've never heard of quantum entanglement before. That there's a lot of stuff we can talk about with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It will be the scientific minds of JST. <laughs> yeah. Damn, 12 podcasts we're going to start. <laughs> I I will be lost throughout the entire program. Get with it, man. So, Can we wear lab coats? and? Yes. Like <laughs> <laughs> but our names have to be drawn on with marker. <laughs> oh, 
I would expect backwards letters, maybe an upside down one. <laughs> we can do a parody of Bill Nye, the science guy. Man. Nah, I got to stop. I'm just reading about quantum entanglement now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that, folks, is why Shane is smarter than me. Uh, <laughs> Ouch. Josh had a whole research paper already on it, and I've never heard of it. So. I am so fascinated by that stuff. You just don't know. I'm fascinated by it. And, like, time moves differently, obviously, at a subatomic level. And it's, it's, I love it. So, also, uh, according to a guy named it. Dean... Ray, uh, no. Winchester. Raiden, <laughs> a um, psychologist and author of Entangled Minds... Uh, an experience. Uh, why do y'all have to put big words? I can't read this stuff, guys. Experience in quantum reality. Uh, does it? This is a quote. Does entanglement explain these effects? No, in the sense that entanglement is observed today in the physics lab between pairs of proton or photons, it's extremely fragile and typically lasts only minuscule fractions of a second. But also, yes in that we are in the earliest stages of understanding entanglement. Raiden has studied in uh, quantum biology, or it says studies in quantum biology show that entanglement type effects are present in living systems. Academics from Oxford has successfully entangled bacteria, and he believes that the human brain could then, could in turn have quantum properties. If uh, demonstrated, I think it would go a long way towards providing a physical mechanism for telepathy. Telepathy. <laughs> we got telepathy. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like one of the teletubbies. Telep- <laughs> telepathy. Telepathy. Uh, that was the creepier one they didn't put on the show. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I can see your thoughts. <laughs> the sun hates us <laughs> secretly. Man, everything I see is, uh, as far as with premonition, is like, why, why is it always something bad? I think that's the one people talk about the most. You know, because it's. I feel we talk more about traumatic experiences than good experiences, if that makes sense. Right. And this is other words for premonition, foreboding, Mm. uh, portent, uh, um, omen, and sign. And like, not all of them are bad, right? I I, I don't think so. Because, I mean, what what would you call, like I said, the lottery ticket thing? You know, where you feel like you need to buy a lottery ticket, you just have that feeling. And yeah. it's not a bad feeling. It's just like an overwhelming urge to buy a lottery ticket. You know, it, is that the same realm as a gut feeling? Because I listen to my gut quite more often than I probably should. Sometimes, I mean, but. yeah, because I mean, wouldn't you think of a premonition in that way of like something bad is going to happen? You have that gut feeling like something bad's going to happen. So you're like, no, yeah. I'm not going to go. You know, yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> so. <clears throat> I mean, I think maybe it just deals with the fact that we talk more about the bad than we do the good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And to go further, like I agree to go further, not to sound all 
doom and gloom, but how often do those really nice, good things happen for the average mm. person? That's true. I mean, yeah, we might like, oh, we got a raise at work or, you know, we didn't hit traffic driving. You know, we have those little things, but there's if we are reliving the life over and then this is like, hey, something really good's going to happen today. You're probably only going to get one or two of those in your life. Yeah. 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 And in case my wife is listening, I had that feeling the day I met you. Nice. (laughs) She's not listening. She hates me. Oh, my wife is listening. (laughs) I totally had that feeling. I'm editing both of that shit out. Good. (laughs) Actually, I'm going to use my voice to change it to, if my wife is listening, I hate you. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna make it obvious. <laughs> just kidding, gents. Just kidding. But I think I think that's legit. I mean, really terrible, bad things we we know are gonna happen. You know, if you have a family, you know, all you know they're all gonna die one day. Yeah, and a right. good chunk that were born before you, you know, it's just times against them. So you're you're mm. always like you're guaranteed the bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think you're more guaranteed those bad and, premonitions. And and like I know where people's had loved ones in the hospital or in nursing homes that are in like hospice care situations, you know, where they would um every time the phone rang, their heart would stop because it's like mm-hmm. is this the phone call, you know. So yeah. so yeah, that makes sense to me, you know. Ah man, what a terrible way to live. I would not want that. Right. What? Hops, hop, that, uh, hop, hop. Yeah. yeah, that. <laughs> is this the phone call? You know? Yeah. yeah I don't want that. I mean, in a way, though, don't we all live that way in a sense? You know? Man, to be perfectly honest, no, I don't. I don't think about it. If it happens, it happens. I'm, no, I don't think like that at all. And uh, I. I I feel for people that do, though. I mean, I, that's, a, that's a hell of a feeling, I would imagine. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not waiting for calls, but I do I do get the feeling. Like, uh, just just this, uh, what, last year, you know, my dad called me once. He's like, hey, your grandpa died. And then it was like a month later he called me. He's like, hey, your uncle died. So uh-huh. a month later when he called me, I was looking at my phone. I'm like, I don't want to answer this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i could see that i could see that like who's dead now man shit <laughs> yeah i guess that makes I, now thinking about it now if my sister calls me i'm like oh shit because mm-hmm. my sister just doesn't call me we text <laughs> right. each other you know yeah um but she just doesn't call me yeah uh, it's never anything bad when she does but it's just it's still like, like, oh shit that little out of the norm type deal yeah yeah, yeah. I feel you. Like we don't we don't call each other. Well, at least I don't <laughs> think you guys. Right. Do. But Josh, you called me a couple weeks ago or something. I was like, oh shit, something must be wrong. And I answered it, and you, <laughs> it was just about the three D printer. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I th- yeah, that's probably the. <laughs> I don't ever call you. <laughs> I sure was. I'm like, damn. I, every time I tried to call Shane, he he's like, I'm not answering. Just text me. I think I have sent that text after you called. Like, it, it's something the matter if not just text. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not a phone person. I don't know. I can't. 
I can't sit there. Uh, I think Tommy and my dad are the only two people that I that call me and I, I'm on the phone for however long they call, you know, for hours <laughs> sometimes. My dad can call me and talk, and he just talks and talks and talks. Ooh, hours. I if I could That's why that. I have a headset. I'm just uh, <laughs> going about my, <laughs> my business. Not really listening. <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> That's funny, but yeah. So, one one thought I had on the quantum stuff. So, ugh, referencing Marvel, you know, that's how they they travel through time is going into the quantum realm and things like that. Um, and I know that's not really related to this quantum entanglement, or or is it? You know, yeah, I could see. I it guess, being. guess in a way. Which would further explain, you know, that we're reliving the same life and this is a message coming from time. Uh, yeah. Like the past, technically, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stop talking on it. I'm too ignorant on this whole subject, but I definitely want to look into that more. Like, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. The quantum realm is quite fascinating. Although, I do have to put this out here. This guy, Brian Josephson, he says the... And and I just want to bring this because I think this is very interesting on stuff we talk about dealing with skeptics and stuff like that, right? And people who would take, like, premonitions and be like, oh, that's nothing. It's just a coincidence or whatever, right? He goes, uh... And doing in the field, dealing with science, trying to prove the paranormal, he says, the academic community is kind of a club. You're supposed to believe certain things, and you run into problems if you disagree. So there's that that thing of, you know, people in the scientific community would disagree with the whole paranormal connection, I guess. So I feel like it's something like it's thrown away. We see that on everything, everything paranormal. And the reason I brought it up is because it's like, this is a Nobel prize winner. (laughs) Oh shit. Saying that, you know, um, and and he's probably discredited in some levels too, because of saying stuff like that. Um, But I, and I hate to say like, you know, premonitions and stuff like that. Like it's a, it's a coincidence, right? I'm sure we can chalk a lot of stuff up to coincidence, right? Um, be it the, uh, what are you doing in here? Okay. Anyway, sorry. Dog's back in here. It's cash. Tommy's been alone too long. Just (laughs) talking to himself. No, I'm talking. I'm looking at this guy. Be be honest. How long ago did your wife leave? Thursday. <laughs> Is she actually coming back, Tommy? Oh, <laughs> He's qu- he is now questioning it. <laughs> if she doesn't, I'm really sorry because that was probably the worst thing I've ever said. <laughs> Those daggum premonitions you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No. Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> but 
<laughs> I done lost my train of thought because the dog came in here. Go get out of here. Uh, <laughs> talking about like um, coincidences. I believe in some coincidences, but I also believe that there's more to certain things like people feeling dread or something like that. And we're talking about like people who feel that and then a loved one passes just suddenly, right? Like a heart attack or an aneurysm or something, you know, like something they weren't in hospice care. They weren't diagnosed with stage four cancer or some other disease that they, you know, they're deteriorating from in a way I had to put it in that aspect, but you know, uh, so I don't think that's a coincidence. I think in a way it's more of a connection. Now, is it quantum physics related? I don't know, but I just always thought that like, the ideas of premonitions is very interesting. They are, they are interesting. Yeah, I think uh, going back to you saying like uh, a loved one visiting you before they pass. Mm. I don't. I I would put that more in the. Ken, I, I'm stuck in this the, the scientific thing, but I I would put that in the in the paranormal realm or even even a, a, a like you said a connection with like a grandmother. A lot of people like I had a strong connection with my grandmother, um, but I never had the day she passed. I had no idea. I knew she was sick. I mean, she had a urinary tract infection. Why would she die from it? But that's yeah. what she died from. So I didn't have that feeling. Well, I mean, um, that's like um, when my grandmother passed, she died from a blood clot and she was fine, you know, the day before. So I had no uh, feeling. I had no premonition towards that. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder if that is like, hey. I just wanted to tell you I love you. Bye. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. Like soul or ghost or whatever you want to call it. I don't know if I would I would stick that in the premonition realm. Mm. You know? Yeah. I get it. And I see why they would. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't know if I would. Yeah. I mean, one could argue on that aspect. Like people who see their loved ones like hours or moments before, you know, they get the phone call or even before they pass, I, I wonder if that is the soul or the spirit or whatever you want to call it, um, connecting with that loved one. Like you said, you know, be it mm-hmm. like they're in that state, they've done their, their spirit, soul, whatever you want to call it has left the, the shell and yeah, they go. And then eventually the shell dies and you know, that's when they get the call. And that's why some people are like two hours later, uh, I got a phone call. They're dead, you know. Mm-hmm. So, or they have passed. Let me do it more uh, with more empathy. We don't have a lot of empathy <laughs> yeah, on this. According channel. to that one uh, guy on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so I, I kind of, I kind of agree with you on that. Like, I, I don't think it's premonition more than like a visitation, if that makes sense. Yeah. So. Yeah, I have my thoughts about this particular subject that are, I think I've had them most of my life, actually. Yeah. I want to sit and talk about quantum physics now. <laughs> That's what I'm still sitting here reading about. <laughs> and it's so fascinating. It is so fascinating. And if you can grasp the basics, you could, you could, you would get into it and love it. Like, I don't know. It's crazy, man. 
Isn't it well, like what you watch on YouTube is like the MIT lectures and stuff like that on quantum physics and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I'm a nerd. <laughs> I don't feel bad. I watch stuff on psychology and stuff like that. I was, I've impressed myself a few times with like the, this nuclear um, professor uh, and the way he was explaining his mathematics and stuff. And I was like, I got it. I'm like, I understand. <laughs> I'm glad somebody can understand math. I can't. Two plus two equals five. I mean, the crazy thing about it is a lot of it is theoretical. Mm. It's like if, well, a lot of stuff, well, not nuclear, but on the quantum level, a lot mm. of it's theoretical. It's like, yeah. Nuclear, it's like, no, if this atom smacks into this atom, it loses this charge and that thing happens. And yeah. Death. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not always. Not always. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I kind of look at it because we talk about energy being a source of like a spirit and stuff like that because energy can't die. Right. So there, there is also a concept within that, that because everything's made up of energy, everything's made up of atoms, molecules, all that stuff, we're all interconnected. So when like someone gets that premonition that something bad's going to happen like to a loved one, it's that connectivity of the energies and molecules, whatever, that connects them, even from long distance. And I guess that's what... It, you know, they're explaining in that. Yeah, the entanglement. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I was trying to sound smart. Hmm. Hey, man. Good job. Well, it was not, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> well, y'all down for some final thoughts? Oh, this sounds good. All right, we'll start with Shane, because I have a feeling Josh is going to get tangled in the quantum mechanics and we'll be here for three hours. So. Mm. You're exactly correct. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, I'm going to give the dumbed down version of what Josh is going to say. I think we both agree. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, definitely... And with Josh that, you know, we're, we're on an endless cycle, endless replay of our lives and existence. Uh, and, uh, I do put this right in that category too, with deja vu. It is a, it is a feeling where deja vu is just, oh, we've done this exact same thing before. The premonition yeah. is just like, oh, I remember something bad is going to happen today. Um, I would not group it with uh, precognition that right. that I think is more in the paranormal realm and can be controlled more with all the other psychic abilities. Um, but yeah, this is definitely on that that, that replayment. Uh, so yeah, ultimate. I mean, yeah, I, we know it's real. Uh, yeah, it's just what causes it. Uh, so that's general answer i'm sure the quantum stuff that josh understands explains it more but <laughs> but yeah that's where i'm at yeah um I, I don't know if i ever would have stuck quantum entanglement and premonition together um but now that we've talked about it yeah definitely 
Um, I, I do think uh, a lot of things are, are a biological, it's a biological chemical, biological chemical that's produced in your body that's like, hey, you need to pay attention. You need to focus on this. Um, something did happen. You remember this happening. I do think they are deja vu and uh, and premonitions are hand in hand. Um, you know, six and one, half dozen of the other or whatever the saying is. Um, with deja vu, it is, like Shane said earlier, um, you're not... You, you knew it, it may, it's never a bad thing. It's just like mundane every day. Hey, I had this conversation. I don't remember the conversation exactly, but you know, I remember this person being there. Um, where, you know, your premonition is like, you just need to remember that something happened today. It may not be good. It may not be bad. Um, but something happened today. Um, but yeah, uh, I've always believed that premonitions were a thing. I I don't know if psychics are real. I don't know if I trust psychics. Um, I I think but, that there's a lot more phonies out there, or fake out there. And yeah, you know like the vagueness of like, oh, you're driving down the road, it's raining, you're gonna yeah. crash. Well, no shit. The floor, the ground's wet. Yeah. And it's like we don't know. Right. You don't know what day it's just going to happen. Yeah. You know? And you already know what is it, the statistics on crash, like wrecking while driving in the yeah. rain, you know, so. That's not to say that clairvoyance isn't a thing. I just, you know, yeah. I, I, I find it harder to believe. It'd be nice, you know, that, that's a whole other topic. Maybe we can find find someone in tune to those abilities and bring them on one day. And Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Do yeah. Get them to do a reading on us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How awesome would it be though? Like your next paranormal investigation, you all die. Like, well, not going to that one. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> but then you're in a, a paradox, right? Like you, that means you could never go on another one because she said your next oh, one. Yeah. yeah. So then true. you're just done. Yeah. Because if, if we don't done. go on the next one, <laughs> then that would make the other one the next one, right. which would then come true. But I'd want to test it. But then I'd feel pretty damn stupid when it's happening. We're all sitting there with our, the, whatever, the ghost chewing off our legs. It's like, damn it. <laughs> and we're ghosts just stuck in the same spot now forever. Oh, like, that would suck. Yeah. Be ghost haunting <laughs> the place with the ghost that right. killed you. That, right. Oh, man. <laughs> that would suck. We're, I think I feel like we've talked about this before. <laughs> is, it, is it you having deja vu? <laughs> no, I know we've talked about this, about. It was about a town. It was about a town that was ghost. And the ghost... Oh, they would go out and get people. Yeah, they would possess them and yeah. live their lives. Yeah, somewhere in like Cade's Cove. Yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> when did we talk about that? It was uh, the last missing 411 thing you did. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's not deja vu. I just remembered that. <laughs> I was about to say, man, what, what are the odds? <laughs> Fucking right. <laughs> About you, Thomas. What are your thoughts? That I kind of want pizza tonight, but also, I'm I'm inclined to you know I I, I am inclined to agree with um with the quantum entanglement. I find that I find like I don't want to say like that's evidence of a scientific route to a paranormal perceived um. 
thing, right? Uh, <clears throat> but I do feel like in some way, you know, we're connected either spiritually. And I think when you talk about a loved one or whatever, then you're more connected than like somebody you meet on the street, right? Because if that was the case, we'd all feel like crap every day, right? <laughs> like something right. bad is going to happen every day. And I think maybe that's the thing is stuff, bad things do happen every day. But because we have such a strong connection to like grandparents, to uh, parents, to, you know, family members and close personal friends, you know, we we develop that entanglement more, I guess you could say. So, and I kind of wanted to bring up about like twins who've never met each other, but still do like the exact same stuff. I don't know if that's with premonition, but that can be another topic. But some people add like a twin will die and like that their twin would feel the pain of the death. But like I said, I feel like that's more another topic for something else than premonition. So, uh, but I think that also has something to do with the uh, quantum entanglement. And that's why I brought it up is, you know, theirs is more. That's why they could feel the pain is because they shared a wound together. So essentially, I think, what is it with twins? Even down to their DNA is almost pretty much identical. So, I mean, I think that would make more of a bond um, in that sense. So, <clears throat> but yeah, that's that's what I'm, I'm inclined to agree with the quantum mechanics of it. And stuff like that. And I also think like dealing with the premonition side as as far as like bad things happening, like car wrecks or, you know, something bad happened to you. I think something bad happened to you is deja vu. But something bad like um, like 9-11 or something. I think we developed ways of sensing patterns and things like that. And so when something goes wrong, it throws us out of our pattern or routine. And that causes an issue. So I don't know. I'm, I'm rambling at this point. <laughs> so I made no sense, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. Perfect sense. I'm going to say one thing. Hmm. Go outside, take your shoes off, and stand in the grass. Tell me you don't feel a feeling that something's changing. You can feel it, you can feel it in your body. You can't say that we're not connected in some fa some form or fashion. I don't care. You know that movie, the movie Avatar. You know it's it's in it's like obviously embellished quite a bit for their like tangled up hairs or whatever they do. But I believe that everybody on this planet is connected one way or another. Well, I mean, like, what is it? What is it? Punch the dog. <laughs> no, I was shooing the dog away. I wasn't punching the dog. He was punching the dog. Ladies I was and gentlemen, not punching I watched him. You subscribe to Patreon, you can watch him too. What's bad is we, we do, we get like 20 people sign up and they only watch this one. <laughs> right. Just, and it, and it doesn't actually happen. Right. Because I would never punch my dog. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways. But like what you were saying with like Avatar and stuff, like not only Avatar has said something like that, and this is going to get into the realm of geek, Final Fantasy VII, you know, when you go to uh, Cosmo Canyon, 
and you go into the observatory there and they talk about um, Mako and how it, you know, helped this life force of the planet. It shows somebody die. And then you follow that like little life stream and then another person appears. So, yeah. I mean, of course that's also contributed to uh, reincarnation, which is another topic I think we'd be very interested in. And I know somebody on this podcast who's very interested in reincarnation as well. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> write in the comments for him to do an episode on reincarnation. Cause he won't listen to me, but yeah, that's, that's uh, so I think we're all in agreement on pretty much most of everything. So, so except for pizza, you shouldn't have pizza. Why? What's wrong with pizza? It's bad for you. Well, I'm looking out for you, Tony. I don't want your heart failing unless Josh or I stab you in it. Yeah. YOLO. That's, that's the only option. <laughs> YOLO. Go have you a salad. I don't even have <laughs> stuff for this for a Eat salad. Eat that beef jerky. I made jerky today. Okay? Like, meat is my diet of choice. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Can't help it. I, I love putting meat in my mouth, okay? So. <laughs> well, we should end this. We should end this podcast right now. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, so, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining us for another crazy episode of the Paranormal Minds <laughs> of JST. So, we upload every Monday. Um, uh, we are on all major podcast platforms. So, check. You know, tell your friends. And if they're like, well, we don't have that one. Well, then we're on another one. You can check it out on that one. So. Oh, and most of them are free. Yes. I was talking to someone the other day and they're like, well, I don't want to pay for a platform. Like a lot of them are free. Just throwing that out there. (laughs) Yes. We're on all major platforms. Yeah. So check us out there and rate, review, share, subscribe. Do all that stuff. It helps us out. We bring awesome content. And if you really want to help us out, check out our Patreon. Subscribe and you can watch a full uncensored video and listen or whatever else is on there that we decide to put on there. That's exclusively for you guys. As always, ladies and gentlemen, tell us what you think. (laughs) 